Hey there, intrepid listeners. Uh, we interrupt our regularly scheduled Happy Happy Part 2 to bring you something completely different because of a technical difficulty with the recording of Happy Happy Part 2. I apologize. It was a unforeseen error that occurred, and I am working to fix it. Unfortunately, I don't have the time right now. I'm gearing up to go to San Diego Comic-Con. By the way, I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con, so <laughs> if anyone happens to be going, you can find me there. Uh, if you happen to spot me and want to say hello, feel free. Um, I should be there with Foxy the Puppet. Not Foxy the Fox, Foxy the Puppet. The one that Random Encounters featured in their Five Nights at Freddy's musical. If all goes well, he'll be joining me for that on my hand where he always was during that musical. But anyway, without further ado, um, Happy Happy will come next week. I can promise you that. We will get part two worked out. But in the meantime, here's myself, Kayla, and Slime Beast potentially reading something even more cringe-inducing. Yeah, well, we'll see how this goes. Anyway, enjoy. And again... Apologies for the delay on Happy Happy. Thank you. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, Matt Hawley has a character who who wrote a... I don't remember what the book title was, but it was hilarious. He made up an imaginary book that sold in one of his storylines, but the author's name was Hieronymus Buttface. <laughs> Hieronymus. Hieronymus. Hieronymus Buttface, butt yeah. <laughs> okay, have you seen um uh fuck, what's the name of the movie? Um Life of Brian. Oh yeah. He would grow up to be a teenager called Brian. <laughs> In Life of Brian, uh there's this great uh scene where it's uh, I have a very good friend named Big Stickers. He has a right, you know. Constantinopia. Constantinopia buttocks. Uh, now, was it Biggest Dickus or was it Biggest Dickus? Biggest Dickus. Oh, man. No, no, but, yeah. he had trouble with saying R's as W's. It was like, <laughs> I, my father was a Roman. A Roman? No, no, Ooh. a Roman. <laughs> Strike him, Central, and Waffly. He's like that Mowage guy. Mowage is a partnership. Oh, from uh, The Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you can start recording now. <laughs> so we're going to read this entire story like that, is that correct? In that voice? Oh, God. Yes. Clockwork. Clockwork. Clock- Your time is up. Your, Your time is up. I, I, can't, I can't. Your time is up. Your time is now. You can't oh, see man. Me. My time is now. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. So, that rap lost me. I'm sorry. It's okay. I watched, so, a thing, I, thought, I watched a thing today, essentially, where John Cena got jump scared people. So it was pretty satisfying. Metal so, Gear. And, huh? Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to be our honorary. Uh, you either need to talk about Metal Gear or uh, Overwatch to start this off, because that's what Dead Palette normally does. Uh, Rarity is best pony. <laughs> yeah, Rarity's pretty. How, how's Rarity's ult in Overwatch, anyway? <laughs> Rarity? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this. 
at some point there's going to be fan art of Overwatch characters as ponies. Oh fuck yes! Yes. Rainbow Dash will be Farah, of course. Because she because justice reigns from above. Right. What would I don't know anything else. I don't know who else anybody would be. Um, um. I, I've only seen the first two episodes of My Little Pony. That was enough for well, me. Well, we know that I think Applejack would be McCree. But you've seen all 50 episodes of my Overwatch series, right? <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I, I actually have. I've actually joined uh, in the live one, so. Oh, in the chat. Jag. Yeah. That's true. It is true. And on Jackbox. By the way, for anybody out there wondering what we're talking about, check out Tormental on YouTube. Tormental. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he was... If you all junk rat all the time, junk rat 24 7. Yep. Oh, no, he actually played Jackbox. Uh, we, he was playing. Um... Oh, uh, Junkbox? Junkbox. <laughs> Jackrat? Jackrat. Jackalope? Uh, uh, the one you did was not Drawful, it was. Um... Quiplash. Quiplash, that's it. Yeah. And. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've not seen so many people like, pick me, pick me, I want to play with you, oh, Tormental. You should, that's, that's probably just because you haven't watched any large streamers, and I'm not saying I'm a large streamer, but I'm saying if you saw a large streamer playing, the <laughs> chat would just be whizzing past, me, me, I want to play, me, me, me. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Uh, uh, I made a dirty joke about you, David, on the thing. On what? How did <laughs> you... I think slimy. Oh, I'm I'm the only one. I, only me and Dead Palette are allowed to make dirty jokes about me. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Nocturne, actually, I will make an exception for Nick Nocturne. Oh, I'm not allowed. No. Oh. Hmm. You have to join. You have to. You have to ask Nick permission first. <laughs> what would a What would a dirty joke from Nick Nocturne sound like? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome back to Knock Knock Jokes. <laughs> Where I knock knock on your dick. <laughs> on the knock on dick. <laughs> oh man, knock uh, on dick everybody. Hope the date goes well. But, yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like we're delaying the inevitable. Uh, so welcome to Undercooked Analysis, the show where we delay the inevitable. That's there our new go. tagline. The show where we delay the climax. <laughs> No, that's Dead Pal of Jack Off Corner. <laughs> I sincerely doubt that. <laughs> which, is, which is funny because the story we're reading is called Clockwork. Your time True. is up. <laughs> Way to get right to the point, Kayla. Good well, work. Hey, we're delaying the inevitable. I'm sorry, but your time is up. True. Well, you can't so who's, see my time. Who's is... going to start this little ditty? And should we give any backstory about how, you, how and where you found okay. the story for us to read? Oh, yeah, that seems good. Do we all want to relate our past experiences with Clockwork? No, just... Uh, <laughs> what site are we reading this off right now? I know about this. Oh, oh sorry. That's no, right. Go ahead. I, just say, I was just going to say I know nothing of this. Same. Same? But, I mean, we're okay, I'll just put it out there. We're reading this off the Troll Pasta Wiki because it was put there. Uh, it was removed from the Creepy Pasta Wiki, wiki and put there. Or Wookie. Uh, Wookie. I um I only know about Clockwork because as soon as I because I've heard of because because the thing is in my search to find the best and worst creepypasta on the internet uh I've dredged through the sections of stories where it's all fan characters you know mm -hmm. and one of those names I see brought up alongside characters like the Rake and Jeff the Killer and Hoodie and Maskey and Tiki Toby and other people like that is this Clockwork and I'm like who the heck is Clockwork? So 
uh, earlier, I think you mentioned it just randomly. I'm like, let me look that one up again. And the first thing I see is pages and pages of fan art. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is an icon story. This is going to be fun. And I was immediately like, yeah, we need to read this. <laughs> the fascinating Ugh. thing about this, though, like with all the other creepypasta characters, I think this is the first female. Unless you count uh, Jane the Killer, but then again, but, <laughs> the but, first character that's not a Mary Sue exactly. knockoff. This, of... this is actually, <laughs> I mean, this is actually her own person. It's like the Rake is its own person. Jeff the Killer is its own person, uh, and so on and so forth. Jane the Killer is a copy off of Jeff the Killer, obviously. This is she's true. a she's a Miss Male character, if you will. She's a Miss Male character, for sure. <laughs> Who both hates and loves Jeff, apparently. Mm. But, but we'll get to Jane another time. Trust me, I'm saving Jane the Killer for a special occasion. Uh, but I thought, why don't we go ahead and try this clockwork one out? So, yep. Uh, do you... Uh, who, who wants to start? Uh, you do. Okay. It's, you it's do. your show. Do what? Remind me of the babe. Uh, a what little... babe? The babe with the power. What power? Uh, oh, the power of voodoo. You do? I do. Who do? Okay. A little girl sat in her room. Her messy brown hair were put into pigtails, little pigtails, as her hazel eyes stared at the door. She hugged her stuffed giraffe close to her little body and listened closely to the loud yells of her father and mother. Oh, boy! We're off to a great start. You know, the weird part about this is um, my sister also has brown hair and hazel eyes. and as Uh Uh-oh. She would wear it in pigtails as well. Okay. And she has a stuffed giraffe? No, but she had a lot of stuffed animals as a kid. I'm not going to say her name, but we could just put her name here. Your time is up. <laughs> Maureen, we'll say. Yeah. Maureen. But yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll take next, I guess. I don't know. Go for it. Okay, you're the you're the you're the dad, I guess. Oh god. I never should have had any damned kids, screamed a loud, deep voice. If you didn't want your kids to be damned, you shouldn't have had you shouldn't have had relations with the devil. You should have gotten them baptized. No. <laughs> oh, great! I got to play the devil. All they do is make messes, complain, draw on the walls. Oh. He was cut off by the high, angered yell of the girl's mother. They're children, David. They don't know any better. Oh God, no. Uh, so. The what the husband is both myself and Kayla. Yes. <laughs> and the wife is like a, a grandmother, <laughs> like a grandmotherly type. <laughs> the children. Think of the children. I don't know. I just felt like reading it like that. Um. Well, I think the weird the, the thing that makes me sad is that the father's name is David. It's even worse. There you go. And he's the king of the house. I, I guess so. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck. Which is not true here. Oh! Shit. Oh! We know who wears the gi in that family. Oh! All right. <laughs> oh, fuck me, Mary Beth. I don't want to hear your bullshit excuses. I've had just about enough with them. Enough with them? Hmm. And what do you plan to do about it? The girl heard loud footsteps coming towards her room, and she hugged her draft closer. <sighs> okay. I like I I like where this is going, by which I mean I don't like where this is going. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. 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 
No. Yeah. Because um, we all know exactly where this is going to go. Like, from the first paragraph, we knew exactly where this story was going to go. <laughs> I, you know, why can't you just say, when you're saying, you know, someone who looks exactly like me was sitting in bed, why can't you just say, I was sitting in bed? <laughs> <laughs> just write it first person. Come on. <laughs> uh, No, this isn't me. This is Mimi. My original Stacey character. Uh, the door was violently violently opened, and in the doorway stood a, a ver- her large, angry, overweight father. In one of his meaty hands, he held a large textbook. David, stop it! Screamed her mother. <laughs> but the father ignored his wife's pleading cries. He grabbed a little girl by the collar, and she screamed and kicked, trembling and shaking in fear. The girl's father harshly held up the textbook. This is for drawing on my fucking walls, you little bitch. I saved up my entire life for a single wall, and you drew on it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any idea how much I worked for that wall? He built the Great Wall of China. (laughs) Oh, jeez. This is Donald Trump. Oh! The young girl is Ivanka. Okay, I got it. This is, uh, but he, I guess he changed his name to David. Yeah, David Trump. <laughs> David Trump. Oh my gosh! I built the wall. It was huge. It got drawn on. But yeah. Yeah, fucking kid. Now, while well, he, he turns Scottish? weirdly Scottish, there. Yeah, fucking kid. <laughs> oh, uh, what's gonna do? Gonna build a wall? Yeah. <laughs> years later, the little girl, known as Natalie, was now nine years old. So years later, she was nine years old. <laughs> How old was she then? Like three? Four? It's at least two years, because you know it's plural. So years later, <laughs> going through the stages of puberty, she was naturally a little chubby. I like how. Okay, can, can we just address the fact that this is explaining away, you know, someone's own insecurities in real life? But yeah. 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 Naturally, going through puberty, I had acne. I mean, she had acne. Naturally, I also went through puberty at age nine, so... Yeah. Age nine? (laughs) I was... I'm trying to remember, did I go through puberty at age nine? Did you go through puberty in general? No. Oh, jeez. No, not at all. That's why I still look like I'm 12. Aww. I'm 12, and what is this? (laughs) But that's what David likes. Like the usual... Oh! Star. Shots are being fired right now. (laughs) Left, right, and center. Keep going, my friend. Like the usual, she sat in her room watching TV. Her dad was ranting on about some economic crap that she really could give less of shit about as she munched on some popcorn. Okay, so he's David Trump, but yeah. She really could give less of shit about... Like the usual? The usual what? I don't know. (sighs) You're Jared... She was also currently drawing a picture. There is a bit of gore in it, but strange... <laughs> oh, no, this is a gore porn story. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, but strangely, she really liked drawing blood. It gave hmm. her some weird satisfaction. Other than that, multitasking was no problem for her. It became apparent to her at a young age, after having to do so much hard work and labor, that she was able to do so many things at once. She actually went into labor. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> after... D- I like how we never are shown how she does hard work or labor. <laughs> yeah. 
Does she sing and have mice that help her make gowns? <laughs> Most likely. Drawing ended up being her talent and passion. It was her way from escaping reality. Whenever something bad would rear its ugly head and peer in, or when she was simply bored. Oh, okay. So she deals with uh, things that peer in with ugly heads. That's that's a real problem. Again, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that it's like, whenever she was getting the snot beaten out of her, or, you know, if there was nothing good on TV. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's when she'll draw. Yeah. She suddenly heard... Did I skip a paragraph? Or no, I didn't. No, no, no. She suddenly heard the closing of her door and looked to the left, pausing on munching on her popcorn. There stood her brother, Lucas, who was 14 years old. And David will be providing the munching sounds during this for the popcorn. <laughs> Ugh. I, I immediately regret saying that. <laughs> you asked for it. What is it? She could still hear, H-E-R-E, her father's yelling from outside the door. Dad scaring you? He let out a chuckle. No way. I think we were both used to his yelling by now. There was a long pause. So why are you in here? He seemed to play with his sleeve slightly and twitch a bit. I have to ask you something. He trained his eyes on her. He trained... Yes, he... Okay. She mm. frowned slightly, growing impatient with her brother, interrupting her movie and drawing. Slightly? Slightly. <laughs> you know you know, a story is a champion story when it uses the word slightly twice. And... <laughs> uh, guys, guys, don't read ahead. Okay. I want... I, I read ahead a little bit. Don't read ahead. Just go with it. Okay. Um... What? He moved a little closer. You said you wanted to be cool and grow up like a teenager, right? She nodded, slightly brightened up suddenly. Well, I have an offer. Just spit it out, you dimwit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what what guys and girls do together sometimes, right? No! no! <laughs> <laughs> Can we just say that, first off, the brother is never mentioned at all in the beginning of the story. And he, uh, this guy is talking about how he should have never had kids. Hey, when he's David. talking about his girl. And then all of a sudden she just happens to have an older brother. Hey, David. Yes? I got a question for you. Yes. How's that breadstick tasting now, David? <laughs> Not How's good. How's it taste now? Not good. <laughs> I don't like a story anymore. <laughs> the next day at school, Natalie did not say a word. She did not speak for the whole day. She didn't have anyone to speak to anyways. Nobody could know. Nobody should know. Uh... Oh. Okay. <clears throat> countdown until we call it quits on the story and so okay. nobody would know her teacher picked up on a few of her puzzled expressions but she dismissed it as if she just did not understand the lesson natalie also felt as if she was in severe pain she had no idea it could hurt <sighs> feeling scared she walked home and silently went to her room but later in the day she was once again greeted by her brother okay question I... yes who wants to read a different story oh god <laughs> i do uh -huh. Sorry. Uh, sorry, writer. I think that you probably should have either. There's there's two two options here. 
one, you should have told somebody probably other than the creepy pasta community about this. Mm-hmm. Or two, if this if that's not the case, you probably shouldn't be telling uh, the creepypasta community that you think about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of the two that's, options. That's, okay, there are ways to generate sympathy for a character, and right. yes, there are stories where it can, they can be effectively told that have stuff like this in them. This is not one of those stories. Mm. It, it's told so blandly. And to throw that in and... is just pure... I don't, oh, God. I, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. This is not... Nope. We're done. Really? I think we should... I can't. Hold on, hold on. Nobody would know. But we know. No, that's the next part. (laughs) (laughs) We know. We fucking know. All right. So now it's David's turn again. We'll see. We'll see what he decides. Okay, let's keep going. Now see. I'm sorry. I just... Remember, kids... And we should, we should, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off in mid-sentence, but I just realized we should state that, you know, it's not like the subject matter is something that nobody should ever write about. It's just when, it's sort of like, you know. I mean, there's a lot of great, well-told stories about. That's what I was trying to say earlier, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not something, it's, that's not something you should throw in there pell-mell, you know? Hmm. And this is just like. It's like the part that worries me is like, okay, if this is in self-insert fic, is this a cry for help? <laughs> because that's... Is the self-insertion the main character or the brother? Is what, is, that's, the, oh. that's the concerning question. Like, that's what I said before about, you know, it's one of those two options. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why it's disconcerting. Oh, yeah, my. yeah. But, I, you know, if, if, if anything... One thing that this is reassuring us is all three of us is we may we may go to some dark places with some of our jokes as human beings here. But the fact that this makes all of us genuinely kind of uncomfortable is like (laughs) kind of a good sign. (laughs) Okay, where was I? Uh, At school. At school, she finally decided to tell someone, even though they weren't her friends, she just felt she had to. She walked up to the group of girls she would occasionally see in the hallway they looked like nice girls, and them and Natalie had occasionally talked before. See, okay, I take back what I say about uh, the brother being self-insertion. This is basically the standard, you know, I, it probably was obvious to a lot of people before me, but this is the standard thing of building up a roster of victims. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. And um, that that automatically bothers me. Yeah. It's that thing where, you know... And then the guy at the truck stop was mean to him, and then the waitress was mean to him, and then his boss was mean to him, and then you're like, okay, second half of the movie, he shoots it's, the guy from the truck stop, he shoots his boss, he shoots the waitress, you know. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's like, um, what's the, the, like the first anime trope that came to mind when you mentioned that was uh, putting a dog in an oven. Hmm. What? In JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first things that gets established to, like, have bad things happen to this otherwise really good character is that he gets tricked into uh, into putting his dog in an oven. Uh-huh. And his dog... Yeah, the author of the manga has has uh, been accused of many times. Like, why do you hate dogs so much? Because bad stuff happens to dogs a lot in that, in that series. Was, anyway. He was bitten by a dog as a child. Yeah. Probably. 
You know, that's why so, Shigeru, that's why Shigeru Miyamoto made the chain chomps. He was frightened by dogs as a child, so he made the chain chomps. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Mario you're was originally a mailman, but yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> hey, Mia. The ginger girl looked over at Natalie, having a straight face. I'm calling it right now. These girls are going to be mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, they're girls, so. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, really need to talk to you about something. Their sentence structure, oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't. We have bigger things to worry about oh, with God, this story. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh. I've given up on sentence structure a long time ago with this story. Is this another par? Does this count as another paragraph? Yeah, it does. Alright. Um, it's been going on for a while, and you and your friends... Well, I feel like you're the only people I can trust. <laughs> Mia and her friends seem to pull little smirks, but only for a moment. Little did Natalie know that they were hungry for gossip. Yeah! Mm. Hungry for gossip. <sighs> All right. No, wait, that's not a good voice. <clears throat> All right, you can trust us. What's up? Can we just imagine a nine-year-old girl having that voice? That'd be great. Time? By the way, Kayla, I want you to pronounce that first word the way it's spelled. Oh, I was planning on doing Un day later <laughs> was all it took. She had been getting constant remarks on social networking sites such as Facebook. Mm. <laughs> okay. I know that one. I do, too. This is why nine-year-olds shouldn't use the internet. One time, someone e- someone even called her a whore. Not to mention their lunch, ha- they are lunch, had ended up getting in her hair. What? <laughs> what? Not to mention they are... <laughs> Did this become like an Eastern European porno where it's like, oh, no, somehow your lunch has ended up getting in my hair. <laughs> Help me, help me get it out. Oh, God. It's like, what kind of premise is that? I, Not to mention their lunch had ended up getting in her hair. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't just happen. Well, it was, no. well, it was going to be the least of her problems, but Natalie, being only nine, could not help but be greatly upset at this fact. No kidding! You guys had fucking, you had personal pizzas before we started recording. How much personal pizza happened to get in your hair? None. None. Absolutely It doesn't none. do that. No. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a way to say, like, they threw lunch into her hair. No, no, it happened to just end up. End magically. up. It just oh, happened. Oh, it, it had ended up. This is, this is the first supernatural event in this story. <laughs> However, she did not cut. She did not peep. And she never said a word about it. She did not cut? Okay. Like, are we talking, like, emo style? Or, uh, like, cut, cut class? Maybe. I hope it's cut class, because... Uh, or cut a word? Is that even... You... Cut a word? It's cut a word or phrase? Cause... I, I, oh, no! no. It, okay, another We're cardinal through the sin. rabbit hole. Come on. Okay, another cardinal sin this story is just just committed a la Jeff the Killer. As you may recall, Ooh. so far in this journey, she had kept everything inside. She supposed it was better. She wouldn't let any pain get the best of her. Hmm. Oh, God. Oh, oh boy, and time for another chapter in this in this miserable life. 
Apparently. Time to descend into another circle of creepypasta hell. Oh, man. 3 a.m., school night. Her mother was going to kill her. The girl known as Natalie was now 16. Just her, not anybody else. No, everybody else had stayed the same. (laughs) She was like, damn, puberty (laughs) hit her like a fucking brick to the face. (laughs) She was productive in high school, close to the honor roll. For once, she felt calm and happy. Though like the usual, she would occasionally become a hermit in her room, hiding away from her dad, who still liked to constantly yell and baby about economy (laughs) and money. Girl, you need to stop babying about the economy. Help me get this food out of my hair. Who sent all these babies to fight? And money and politics and all of the bullshit that she was flat out tired of hearing. Uh, uh, <sighs> this is a slog and a half. Okay, let's keep, let's, keep, let's keep going. Her eyes started to feel heavy. Not Apparently... Apparently, we're now in a situation. What do you know? She had an assignment to work on, but that was no longer important to her. All that was on her mind was sleep. She closed her laptop, and after her eyes adjusted to the darkness slightly, she saw her old, worn-down, stuffed giraffe in the corner. She stared at it in complete and utter silence. Memories passed through her mind, and she felt tears come to her eyes. Something feels off. I don't know why, but then again, the story... What now? But now? No. <laughs> Call just... me crazy, but something seems a little off about this sentence. <laughs> I don't know. Something. It's like maybe it's because so far it's not too bad, and I'm just like, uh... I, mean, I mean, yeah, the grammar and everything is awful, and the spelling's awful, but it's like something's off. It doesn't seem too bad yet. But what, what the story in general? No, no, no. Just this par. This. Oh, this paragraph. Okay, because yeah. I'm like, mm, I've already called verdict on this story. But quickly she blinked them back. No more breaking, she thought to herself. But she continued to stare at it. What the fuck are you looking at? She said to the stuffed object. (laughs) (laughs) Simply stared back with soft, black, beady eyes. She shook her head and stood up. She looked down sadly at the little toy animal and gently picked it up in her arms. She cradled it and spoke softly to it. Uh... I'm sorry... Some tears ran down her face. She petted its rough, short fur softly as she lied on her bed. She slowly went to sleep. So she lied. She wasn't... Sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. She was woken up by the angry growls of her mother. She tiredly opened one of her eyes. And her mother is actually a wildebeest. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you... I forgot to take that laptop away. You were on it all night, weren't you? Natalie sighed and pressed her face deeper into the pillow, hugging her giraffe closer. Her mother sighed and walked out. She took a who she took a shower, brushed her teeth, ate some breakfast. Okay, who's she? Are we talking about her mother or Natalie? <laughs> the, mo- the story is now about the mother. <laughs> <laughs> she, her, we're gonna just assume this is all about her mother now. She then got dressed. She put on a gray slash blue hoodie. Oh, up here, here's another sign. They're going to describe the clothing to us in great detail. With fur on the inside and the hood. It wasn't her favorite, but it was the only one she could wear to school, due, but due to the other things being in the wash. Perpetually. She also, she also put on black jeans and some thin, fashionable boots. 
She, oh God. By the way, when you did companionship, did you realize that I did this in the story? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like, anyway, enough about me. No, no, that's cool. I just want to, I want to say real quick, I, I enjoy the fact that Lizzie has popped up again in a few of your other stories too. <laughs> Lizzie is a Mary Sue, but from the other perspective. <laughs> no, that's why I like it. That's why she's a great character. Uh she then finally went down the stairs to get driven to school. Oh, her mother's trying to get driven to school? How lovely. <laughs> this is all her mom still, not actually Natalie. She popped his car and her mom sped off towards school. Oh, oh I didn't know the grandma's helping out. Yeah. That's so nice. I, By the way, there's one way to save the story. What? Uh, Natalie talks to her mother in the nursing home years later, and the mother says... Oh, yes, you never had a brother, but you were a fan of that television full of static that you gave <laughs> your room at night. <laughs> well, as far as we can tell right now, the brother certainly doesn't exist. So. <laughs> I'm walking. No. Bye. Oh, bye, Kayla. Uh, so, this is your part, right? Okay. Well, or are we waiting? No, I think we could keep going. Was it my paragraph next? Yeah. Uh, however, on the way there, due to lack of sleep, she slowly put her head against the window of the car and started to drift off. Her dreams... Oh, no. Oh. Keep, keep going before she comes back. <laughs> what? Okay. Consisted of her physical abuse as a child. Secondly, the sexual abuse from her brother, Lucas, that lasted for four years before she had the guts to turn him off. She started oh. twitching and cringing in her sleep, but her mother took no notice. Her mother never took notice. Yeah, because she's a bad, creepypasta, woe-is-me mother. Right. Plus, Doesn't... why would she notice that you were doing that in your sleep while you are in your room? But yeah. I don't know. She was suddenly sharp and sharply awoken by the sound of her mother. And do you want to go back and forth? or do you want... got any worse? Because oh. this fucking story is driving me insane. Wow, you had a burst thing. That's rage, 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 Kayla. Kayla, she, you, you don't, you can't see it, but she's green and she's like totally muscling out right now. Do you have an alcoholic drink now? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so we're here is your part, and you don't have to read back over any of it. Okay, where is this? We're here, having an annoyed tone, most likely from her sleeping. She looked at the large sign of the school that read. Walkerville Collegiate God damn it. Walkerville Collegiate Institute for the Creative Fine Art. W C I C F A. You never heard of it? <laughs> she sighed tiredly and stepped out, putting her backpack on her shoulder. You know what? I'm just gonna assume that the mother this is now in the mother's point of view and she's actually going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives me more pride. To think this way, and that her her uh, the mother's mother or the grandma is actually helping out. It turns out the mother is also named Natalie. Yes, the, the grandmother is leaving a large sum of money to her, but only if she can finish school. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, we created a better story. Oh, <laughs> see ya, she proclaimed, closing the car door. What a great paragraph I had there. Yeah, oh, I've been getting the really short one, so I'm kind of jealous. But I didn't yes. know the mother's name was Sia. <laughs> Sia, she's she's gonna hang from the chandelier apparently, but yeah. Uh, this is the girl from that video. Of course, it all makes sense now. There you go. 
All your questions have finally been answered. Every burning question. Uh, yep. Hang in there, Kayla. You got this. God damn it. Kayla. Okay. We got this. We got Lucas, this. Lucas, played by Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> she, walked, she walked into the school and chatted with a couple friends until she went up to her locker on the third floor. She grabbed her books, and before the five minutes of time was over, she ran to class. Okay. Her English teacher annoyingly put her hand on Natalie's desk. <laughs> How did she do it? Did she walk over and go, Natalie? Did she walk up and go like this? Yeah. Maybe she walked her fingers across the desk, yeah. <laughs> Where's your silence, Miss Ouellette? Oh my god. Natalie this is an English teacher. How do you? How are you? How do you do the most stereotypical English teacher ever? Give it that kind of voice. How do you pronounce that name? Ouellette. Ouellette. Willie. Ouellette. I have a funny feeling that means something in Ob- French. Obliette. Obliette. Okay, sure. It's a pl- torture room. Okay. Is it a baby owl? I don't know. Owlet. <laughs> I uh, forgot it at home. Sorry, Miss Homenwick. She growled and stood. A lot of people growl in this story. Your time is up. Actually, I'm I'm actually looking up what an oulette is because I, you, knowing this writer, they're saying, "Ask me what it means. Ask me what it means." Homnwick. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds like. Uh, is uh, that like German for homeroom or something like? <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, it comes. How much do you want to bet it translates to uh, "she who annoyingly puts her hands on my desk"? <laughs> it actually means "I." Oh my god! Oh my god! I I've seen the pictures too. I know. Uh, Natalie, I. Natalie, I. Lovely lady with the eye. Lovely lady with the eye. Just one. Okay, Just so one. I'm. Your time is up. Yeah. Your time is up, Miss Erlewitt. Don't disappoint me. We're going to be here for ages if we keep, Sorry. If I keep doing that. This is a long fucking story. I know. Natalie seemed, Natalie seemed puzzled by the thought for a moment. She didn't know why, but these words seemed to melt through her. She simply ignored it and went back to listening to the lesson, falling asleep not too long after, of course. Mm. Of course. So she's an narcoleptic. Later that day, she was heading back to her locker for fourth period, when suddenly, her boyfriend Chris came up to her. Oh, fuck. <laughs> David and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes! yes! She... Well, at least, uh, well, here's, uh, I'm, I'm just the, uh, well, well we, we, the verdict on Chris is still out. I'm the, I'm the annoying, drunken, fat, yells about the economy all the time father, who apparently attacks people with textbooks. Listen. This is the boyfriend of a Mary Sue character in a creepy pasta. You know, oh. he's pro- he's probably going to, you know, he's probably going to put something somewhere that doesn't belong. Oh. I'm just saying. Yeah. But um the thing is I'm picturing like, you know, and that's when she went up to her shop teacher Kayla Dead Palette. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a Brandon in here, I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I forget whose turn it is. Uh, I think it that was just you. oh that was so me me yes, okay hey um talk to me after school all right she smiled loving to talk to Chris who said that 
<sighs> Though strangely, she didn't suspect anything. He was always such a sweet guy. During her French class, she dared not to pay attention. Instead, she doodled the thing she loved to draw, blood, gore, people being stabbed, knives, and macabre things of, of the such. Other people would say it was pretty dark of her to draw such things, but she saw nothing wrong with it. For a strange reason, it actually felt like a normal thing to her. Oh, look at her. She's just a unique snowflake like Jeff the Killer. Uh, Miss Elowette. She quickly covered her doodle on her paper and looked up to see her French teacher quickly. Cover your doodle. You're in class. <laughs> Jeez, Morty. <laughs> Trying to hide her fear. Uh, yes, Mr. Levisseur. Oh. She gestured to her own for her. He gestured for her to move her arm with a slight turn of her, her his head. <sighs> show me your work. She hesitantly moved her arm to show the picture of someone getting stabbed by an insane man. The teacher stared puzzled, looking at her a bit. She smiled nervously. <clears throat> uh, it, it, I, I know what I have to say, but it sounds so stupid. <laughs> it's, it, everything we're going to read I is going to sound stupid. It's I okay. Know. Erase that and get started on your work, he said in a strangely calm voice. He walked away, and she sighed and began to erase the picture. First off, what the fuck? Okay, Slimy, as an artist, have you ever doodled anything and had someone say, oh, can you erase the whole fucking picture, please? Um, only if it was on the wall, I guess. No. <laughs> no, never. I have had art teachers uh, draw over my work, though. Like, no, no, this looks this way. And I'm like... Fuck Wait. you! Oh. What the fuck? Okay, that's actually is kind of assholeish, but <laughs> still, who the hell? You're drawing blood and guts and everything, so I'm. Pi I was picturing like red pen, but I'm just you know. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. What Erase the... that. That piece of paper is too precious. <laughs> Don't you know how many trees had to go to? <laughs> they had to go to the fair. And have no one would ever time. forget the little tree at the fair. <laughs> what the fuck even is this anymore? <laughs> uh, Somebody do fan art of a little tree at the fair. I don't know why. I don't know why. Just do it. Beth? Beth? Beth, you know we're all looking at you, right? Uh, when this happens? Ha have it holding like a little funnel cake. Yes. The cutest little tree at the fair. Yeah. No, never knowing that the ride it's about to go on is in fact the wood chipper. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> the chipper tunnel, as it were. But yeah. And it's the lumberjack Dan, right? Oh jeez. Man, I'm so excited my tree parents finally took me to Whimsy Wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's the secret. Maybe the whole time the family and the story were trees. There you go. Just picture them as trees and then and then uh uh, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Ah. Better in some ways, a lot worse in others. Because <laughs> all I can think of is that one tree from Evil Dead. and. Oh, God. No, 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 no. We are not uh, getting into more of that. Continue. Not in the context of this story. Not in the context of no, this story. No, no. Is this my turn now or what? I don't remember. Who, who read? <laughs> oh, wait. Caleb read it. So it's David. And Miss Olette? 
she looked up at him slightly. Slightly. Your time is almost up on getting your work done. I suggest doing it now. Okay. No quotation marks, so it's just... Your time is almost up getting your work done. I suggest doing it now. She growled at the remark. (laughs) Time always seemed to be against her. As far as she could care, time could go... Fuck itself. (laughs) Time is important, and I am a clock. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) After class, she walked out of the school to find her boyfriend staring, ne- staring, standing near the fence on the sidewalk. Okay, who puts a fence in the middle of the sidewalk? That's just assholeish. Uh, this is the neighborhood from those uh, ASCII, like no, this is from those like pixel games from Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> this random architecture. Oh yeah. She smiled and walked over, hoping her day could at least be cheered up by him. But as she walked closer, her smile slowly faded. He wasn't smiling back. Oh, no. Chris Chan, what's wrong? (laughs) What did you (laughs) want to talk to me about? Oh, sorry, that's you. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I just really wanted to say Chris Chan. (laughs) Slimy, what's wrong? Uh. What did you want to talk to me about? He sighed. (laughs) (sighs) Natalie, I think it's time that we should start seeing other people. Well, she felt her heart break. And then she died and the story ended. The end. Okay, that's undercooked analysis. Oh, yeah, that was great. Hey, it was awful, but at least it was short. (laughs) Oh, Kayla. Oh, Kayla. I I, I could see that you've probably given that review before. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But why? He gave her a bit of a stern look. Why does it say, but why, with like a dash between them? But why? It's... But why? <laughs> but Dash, why? <laughs> Rainbow Dash. Oh, God. It's your mind. No, it's you again. Yeah, it I is. I stealing your lines. I'm sorry. It's your mindset. Your, your drawings, they just creep me out. I think <laughs> there's something really, there's really something wrong with you. And the saddest part is, is why you haven't told me why you're acting like this. It makes me feel irresponsible. What? <laughs> So Is I this d- actually from an anime? <laughs> uh, so I, I just... Your keeping make me feel irresponsible. Wait, what? <laughs> so I just... I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. And with that, he began to walk away. I, I actually just pictured him going like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. Oh! And he walks away and has that, like, sparkly tears, anime tears coming out of his eyes. <laughs> I, I like the fact he's saying he's irresponsible, and I'm like... How? Also, who is this? Why is this? Why do we care? We don't. Natalie, you are being most disagreeable. Sorry, I won't do it again. Alright. So now it's my turn, right? Yeah. Goody. Natalie slammed her hands on the bathroom counter at home. She stared at herself in the mirror, her eye twitching. I, I won't hurt myself like the others. I can stay strong. There was an... New. No. There was a needle and black thread in her hand. It's pointless. Well, then sharpen it. It. (laughs) That doesn't help. (laughs) Some weird sensation pulled at her subconscious. She chuckled slightly. It was your voice going, sharpen your goddamn needle. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm doing it, because I want to. 
She held up the needle with thread on the end of it, and she smirked widely. Can you smirk widely? Nah, I don't know. Uh, unless you're Draft the Killer, I guess. Unless you're a game show host whose name is Smirk Widely. Pat say Jack? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Oh my god. Uh, Time is up. Piece after piece. Cut, cut. after cut. Doodle and doodle. Bing. <laughs> Even though excruciating pain was going through her, she did not whine. She did not whimper. She did not cry. There were no more tears to shed. All she did was smile. Blood leaked from the pierces and made a low dripping noise into the sink and onto the counter. When she was finished, she stood back and admired her handiwork. She stroked the horrendous stitches on the sides of her mouth that spread into a wide smile. Oh, God. Uh, okay, Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Okay, Jeff. She felt the warm, wet blood on her fingers and licked it gently, consuming Who? the metallic-tasting liquid. God damn it. Who's that Jeffymon? <laughs> <laughs> it's clockwork! <laughs> it's hot <laughs> shit! <laughs> In pure ecstasy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know... I usually try to see the good in stories. Yeah, you're usually That's the all nicest. I have to say. <laughs> you're usually the nicer one when it comes uh, to. Yeah, surprisingly enough, um, I, I think Slime Beast is actually generally the good cop in a lot of these situations. Oh. There is no good cop here. <laughs> Not here. She stopped when she saw her mother's reflection in the mirror behind her. She sharply turned around. So much to the... She saw her mother's wide eyes and pale face, and she looked at her fingers, seeing the blood. She suddenly felt the pain, and she started to cry. Mom? She never felt so confused. What just happened to her? You, oh, she had a... She, wait, she actually had an episode? What? Like, it was <sighs> just her completely going off the deep end? Okay. Oh. Her mother had scheduled some therapy for her, like before this. Natalie had <laughs> Natalie had not gotten rid of the stitches in fear of how much pain it would bring. Uh-oh. So she went to the therapist with them. She mm-hmm. made sure her hood was up so as not to let anyone see. She sat down on the comfortable leather seat and stared at the blonde woman across from her in silence. Say your name is Natalie, isn't it? Natalie just nodded. I'm Kayla, and I'm here to help. <laughs> I'm Deborah, and I'm here to help. Now tell me, what have been some of your problems recently? Oh Natalie stared. How okay. I want to bet this uh, this therapist got her license from uh, uh, Doctor Apathy. Yeah, I mean, well, you could just see what kind of schooling she's had, where she says, "Now tell me, what have been some of your problems recently?" Yeah. I will get all the medications for fix your problems. <laughs> <laughs> I will make everything for you. Her name is Debera. Debera. It says Debera. Oh, yeah, it is Debera, yeah. This is Debera. <laughs> gonna read her name like that from now on. Time. Time has been my problem. Debera gave her a confused look. I guess her name is Debera. There's, There's not enough time for that. <laughs> what about time, dear? 
Hanley's hands roughly grip the leather of the seat. I so want this to just turn into don't hug me, I'm scared. <laughs> What's your favorite idea? There's not enough time for that. Being creative. You have made a powerful enemy. <laughs> Blood is not a creative doodle. <laughs> stitches are not a creative method. <laughs> I use my stitches to express myself. Metallic <laughs> tasting liquid is not a creative color. Mm. <laughs> Um, oh, who's so next? Oh, it's 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 you, El Super Bisto. And what part are we at? Everything. Everything. What the fuck? What? Oh, I missed. Okay, I I see what happened. Okay. Everything. It makes you live through it, slowly progressing through life, being controlled by society, only to be tortured for seemingly to, for seemingly. T- okay. <sighs> <laughs> for seemingly to no end until you find you no longer have a purpose. It's a vicious circle. No, it's a vicu- viscous. It's a viscous circle. <laughs> By the way, viscous circle was the name of my high school band. Oh. <laughs> Time does not end. It does not slow down. It does not speed up. It is violent. It makes you live through the torture over and over again, unable to fast forward away from it. Natalie really had no idea what she had just said. That she, makes four of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she felt like she wasn't herself anymore. Could this be because of all the things she had kept contained? No, it was impossible. But for some strange reason, she liked it. Therapist, lean closer. Sweetheart, I want you to tell me what's happened to you. Natalie still stared. There was a long pause. She smirked slightly, the pierces from her stitches slightly opening again. Why don't you tell me, Blondie? You're the expert. Whoa. Whoa. Tabera seemed to have a bit of an annoyed look. I can't help unless you tell me what's wrong, Natalie. Her fingers started to tear into the leather seating. Natalie isn't here anymore. Harvey Dent? There's only (laughs) Zool. With that, Debera's eyes widen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> With that, Debera's eyes widen. She got up. How much do you want to bet that Natalie is uh, Zool and Jeff is uh, is um, Vince Clortho? <laughs> <laughs> and together they summon, I don't know, um, the Stay Puffed Slenderman. Stay Puffed Slenderman. There you go. <laughs> Beth. Beth. Stay Puff Slenderman, please get on this. We are just going to have a multitude of things for poor Beth. We need to make a list. She doesn't have to do You don't have to, to do these. We're just asking. <laughs> well, don't tell her that. I'm just, we, we care about her. <laughs> she's a real, she's actually a sweetheart. I, I, she's such a good person. That Tonight I, on, I would rather re, I would rather do a deep analysis on something she drew. Like, and actually read it. I thought you were going to say on Beth, it's like, let's find out what makes her tick. (laughs) No, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, a picture of hers that she drew that has no words, just a really nice picture. I would rather read that and then analyze that. (laughs) Speaking of tick, your turn. Oh, I'll be right back. Please stay here. She walked out, leaving Natalie alone. Maybe if she had done something at this point, she wouldn't have had to come back to be, she wouldn't have come to be what she is today maybe some people would be alive 
and maybe she would be sane again. Fucking hell. <sighs> it's a lot of maybes, kid. Oh, dear. As much as I would love to, I would admit that she got up from that chair and stopped this all from happening. Hmm. But I am obligated to give you the horrid truth. Natalie did not move. She sat perfectly still, perfectly silent, and perfectly calm in that chair. After a while of waiting and impatience, her parents finally walked in. She stood, happy to go, but she noticed her parents' expressions. Even her father had a strange, saddened look on his face. Her confusion grew. But she had no words and followed them to the car. On the way where she thought she was going back home. On the way where she thought she was going back home. She started to drift off. If I read it louder, it'll make more sense. Yes, it does. Oh, God. By the way, the narrator is getting way too involved here. What's... why? You, narrator, chill chill out, man. (laughs) Well, man. I'd love to tell you. I'd love to tell you that she fought the good fight and the sisters left her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, she heard a dark voice speak in her dream. Her dr- oh, yes, yeah, she drifted off. It almost sounded like herself, echoing into an eternal darkness. Your time is up. Your time is now. You can't <laughs> see me. My time is now. If you keep doing that, I'm going to have to make jokes like Jaw Seemna, because she's got a sewn-up face. I mean, you know, if you keep doing that, it's just going to get worse and worse. No, that's what I want. I want it to get worse and worse. (laughs) She shot awake. That's not good. Those people are mourning. Oh, no, wait. (laughs) She shot awake. Okay. Oh, okay. Some beads of sweat (laughs) rolling down her face. Now it's a a multi-person wake. Oh, damn. She wasn't home. She wasn't in the car. She was in a bed. A white bed. In a white room. She looked at her side, seeing she was hooked up to a heart monitor. She went to get up, but suddenly realized she was bonded down. Hmm. (laughs) A man appeared in the doorway. Billy Mays here for Mighty Bond. (laughs) (sighs) She's been left at Billy Mays. (laughs) He's going to sell her OxyClean detergent balls. But uh, don't worry, he passes away and then is uh, brought back by um, the ShamWow guy. Are you on the ball? Yes, I am. Welcome back. She panicked. This is my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. She panicked. She started to struggle, but paused, hearing a door to her left open. A man in a white shirt looked at her his hands behind his back. He almost looked like one of those cliché doctors you would find in some scientific lab. (laughs) She paid full attention as Mr. Scientist started to speak. Are you a Coldplay song, she said. (laughs) You must be very confused right now. I can imagine. But I'm letting you know we're only here to help. Your parents agreed to sign a contract to give you some mental drugs to hopefully... (laughs) (laughs) Mental drugs. Mental drugs. Ask your doctor if mental drugs are right for you. Is you crazy? Does you feel bad? Try mental drugs. Side effects may include mouth stitches, 
poor fashion choices and the desire to kill everybody who you perceive has done you wrong. To hopefully help your state of mind, she opened her mouth. For vivisections lasting more than four hours, but yeah, again. (laughs) She opened her mouth to protest, but was quickly silenced. Eh, you don't need to worry. You'll be back to normal in no time. Just uh, try to relax. He walked over and she tried to skittishly move away, but couldn't do to the bonds of the leather straps around her wrists and legs. He carefully took a mask and put it over her mouth and nose. She stubbornly tried to get it off, but felt herself starting to slip under the drugs and her eyes slowly shut. She went to slip. Uh, And suddenly she woke up. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! It was all a dream. She couldn't comprehend what the hell she was seeing. Neither can we. Uh, She was being given multiple injections. Even some things were rubbed on her skin. She felt woozy was completely aware of her surroundings. She was entering a rare state in which some patients go through while undergoing surgery. Uh, They're able to... I looked this up on Wikipedia. They're able to see as they are being worked on. They can feel the pain. Their brain is active, but they cannot respond. However, she was able to. Her heart rate on the monitor started to speed (laughs) up, and the doctors took notice of this. They looked at her, seeing her opened eyes. I like to picture a group of doctors just looking casually over their newspapers, just noticing... Oh, the heart rate went up. Like, oh, I like the idea that I like the idea that they're actually they've decided to use her to just play like a game of opera of like real life operation. Like, don't touch the side. <laughs> I, I like the fact they mentioned something was rubbed up against her skin. It kind of reminds me once I got like my blood drawn and I guess the one really fucked up because the, uh, the male nurse that came in looks at it and he just shakes his head and he's like, I know who did this. I recognize her handiwork. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, wow. <"Ouch." laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! Okay, I'll say this much: the idea of having a, a, a character in a story experiencing waking up during an operation but being unable to respond—that is kind of horrific. This story is not helping it. No, mm. it's so awful. You know what would have been more, and you know, this is—I—this I, goes back to my thing of not really wanting to be too harsh on people. So it's not like you should have written it this way, but yeah, I almost feel like it would have been. Uh, kind of more interesting if she just had a normal life and then had this episode where she was awake while having surgery and then became fascinated with, you know, blood and gore and disassembling people. Yeah. While she saw it happening to herself and was, you know, just taken aback by the shock of it all. See, that's interesting. And you know what? You can actually do that because, you know, that's a better idea than anything this story's done so far. I'm going to call it cockwork, but yeah. Cockwork. (laughs) (laughs) One of the doctors was yelling at another. <laughs> Why did I have kids? All they do is draw on the walls. <laughs> One of the doctors was yelling at another. She couldn't make out what they were saying, but she suddenly felt a rush of adrenaline. She slowly started to slip through her bonds, shaking violently. One of the doctors was going to hold her down, but a suddenly oh, but was suddenly hesitant of doing so, and all three of the doctors backed away. She sat on the edge of the bed now and ripped off the mask and tube from her arm. She got up and started to stumble towards them. Her breath hitched, and her vision was blurry. She could make out herself... Okay. She could make out herself giving off a couple insane chuckles. (laughs) But suddenly she felt a searing pain in her chest. She gripped where her heart would supposedly be and dropped to her knees. She coughed blood and fell to the floor. 
completely blacking out. Where her heart would supposedly be? Uh. Did she just did, did she just like kill herself by reaching into her open chest while they were performing this weird operation and just going Kalimal Kalimal Kukong? Now, doctor, under actually undergoing surgery, so. Doctor, I understand your concerns about this procedure, but see, she is mentally crazy, so we need to remove the heart. I mean... <laughs> the heart is the root... We have to get to the heart of the matter, you see. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> she woke up slowly and groggily after that. She was back in the bed, and the doctors were... S- oh, the doctor was sitting s- sitting beside the bed. Wow. Hey, <sighs> hey just so you know, uh, something went uh, horribly wrong. Sorry. She didn't know why, but she felt a tremendous amount of hatred towards the doctor. Wonder well, yeah. why? He took notice of it and looked away. Well, oh god! Come on, Kayla, you can do this. No. You're in for the long haul. Oh. Come on. You weren't supposed to wake up while we were giving you the doses for your mental state. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did it wrong. Clearly, you you character that's been told that that had everything wrong done to them all their life. We aren't sure how it affected you, but we have a feeling we're going to find out. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what you want to hear from your doctor. You know what this this story seems like all of the characters in it are goldfish. Where there's like, you know, that thing of, you know, we we don't even remember what we did five minutes ago. We 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 did something to you. We did some surgery, but we're going to find out, I guess, what it is, you know, later. I I mean, you know, things will bear themselves out. He paused for a second before taking out a small mirror and not looking at her. It happened to have an effect on your appearance as well. She looked at herself in the mirror and her eyes widened. Her eyes, they were were completely green. (sighs) She noticed she still had the stitches in her mouth as well, but for some reason, reason, reason... She couldn't help but feel happy. Okay, when you mean completely green, like, she just looks like, like, her eyes are just now green, like, or it's the irises, what the (laughs) fuck are you guys trying to say? Normally you'd need contacts for that. God damn uh, it. uh, (laughs) No, I just like, the doctor's like, well, it could have been worse. I mean, we had one patient in here who had a bunch of bleach poured on him, and then he got set on fire, but he was pretty happy at the end. He was laughing his way out of the hospital. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that it never says that... Maybe maybe it will at some point. But it doesn't say that he gave her the mirror. It just says, it, it just says he took it out of his pocket. I'm just picturing him looking down at himself like... Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I got some yeah. celery in my teeth. No one ever told me about that. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, here's the funny part. It says he paused for a second before taking out a small mirror. It doesn't say out of his pocket. And it says not looking at her. So oh, just, sorry, it does say she looked at herself in the mirror, but yeah. But if she doesn't give it to her or anything, he's not even looking at her. See for yourself. <laughs> he's like just picture him like holding it out to her in dramatic style, just like that. <laughs> um, her her heart rate once again these are ma- massive paragraphs. Her heart rate started to increase again. She gave out a low chuckle. <laughs> Shoot me. Thank you, Sans. <laughs> <laughs> the, doctor... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the doctor looked in shock, seeing she was suddenly already standing over him. Doctor, she said, ugh, she said, still chuckling. 
He trembled slightly, pressing a button from under the monitor. You guess? Your time is up. God, I think we're all going insane. I'm all, I am this close to just doing the Woody the web, Woodpecker like. <laughs> and wow, you were that close to it. That was pretty close. Yeah. You did. You were so close. You actually did it. I know. Yeah. A loud scream was heard through the halls of the apparent hospital. <laughs> Eric quotes, two security guards rushed into the room, kicking open the door. I, why do I picture uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta from Paul Kitchen <laughs> in, like, orderly gowns? That would be great. Oh, my God. Kicking open the door, you know? That, this would make it only slightly better. Just, just slightly better. We are almost done. We're almost there. Hey, right. guys, we can do this. Last mile. Blood. Blood, period, was the first thing they saw. <laughs> I don't want to... Blood, period, was the first thing they saw. No, ew, that's ew, gross. Ew, ew, No. <laughs> what? Blood, period. Well, what other kind is there? But yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm... Blood uh, men. It's true. I really lucked do. out. It's not one of those blood periods, but yeah. <laughs> blood on the walls, on the bed, on the floor. Hell, even on the ceiling. I like how the writer just was like has that flourish of, you know what? Hell, it was even on the ceiling. It's like the Roman holiday of blood. On the bed, on the floor, on the cow by the door, Tom by the bar. I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm fucking... There was blood all over the bar, all over the bartender, all over the phone. No, and... dead palace! <sighs> but he's used to that, so... <laughs> Natalie had taken the doctor and strapped him down on the bed. His spine was completely snapped as the bed was bent almost into a sandwich. Likely from the adjustments someone could make to it. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, Uh, sir, do do you want your bed and sandwich? What subway in hell would that resemble? Okay. Blood poured from his eyes, nose, mouth, and just about every orifice of his body. And there, in the corner, was the murderer, happily drawing her gruesome pictures on the wall in blood, followed by the phrase, Your time is up. Losing my religion. At least it wasn't John Cena. She slowly (laughs) turned to look at them. A wide, crazy grin spread across her face. Hello, friends. Would you like to play? <laughs> Fuck this story so hardcore. God damn it. Wow, you you can't see it, but Kayla's legitimately mad. Like, her face oh is red. Oh, my God. The hey, David. Sweetheart. I hate this so much. Hey, it's okay. David. Have, guards... have, a good, have a good night tonight, buddy. Oh, shit. The I'm going to be strangled in my sleep. The guards quickly pulled out guns. <laughs> <laughs> when suddenly she charged at one of them, being able to, to dodge, dodge his, his bullets. bullets. Okay, she's the one. <sighs> the one to rule them all. She, she grabbed a large it. knife from a sheath in- onto his pocket. A sheath onto his pocket. pocket. Yeah. Slashed it right across his waistline. 
blood and organs flooded out and he collapsed to the ground. That's a powerful slash. She inhaled deeply, loving the damp stench of death. The other shook with fear and dropped his gun. She slowly walked up to him and placed the tip of the knife at his chest. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. She slowly slid the knife down his chest all the way to the end of his gut. (laughs) Organs spilled out onto the floor as well and collapsed, dead. Then she went, Oh no! I would say I'm going through the five stages of um, depression or whatever the fuck it's called. But no, that's not true. You're just watching a gr- three people going fucking insane. <laughs> five Did stages anybody of- else notice that he's just standing there while she slowly slides the tip of the knife from his chest down his stomach? Like, slowly while he's standing there looking at her. Oh. I mean, does he does he look down at that and go, "Well, that's a hell of a thing," and I was one week away from retirement, or what? You know, what? One week from retirement. He was what? Like, you know, like, well, what are you gonna do? I guess my guts are coming out. You know, up. Oh, she's almost halfway down. Well, yeah, looks like. Uh, there's no way to get out of this one. Uh. uh no. Natalie's we're mother. In for, we're in this one for the. Kayla, you stole my chair. It's mine now. How dare you? <laughs> you don't need two chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah. Natalie's mother. Natalie's, Natalie's mother. Natalie's, Natalie's mother. Oh, that's was you. Son- yeah. yeah, that's me. Fucking no, no, no. Wait, you just did. Who did? Oh yeah. Who did your time is up? Oh no, I did. I did because I made the John Cena reference. So anyway, it's slimy. Sorry. Go slimy. Natalie's. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you extending this? Natalie's mother was silently sleeping in her room next to her husband. Uh, wow. Yeah. She awoke to the sound Ouch. of knocking on her door. She groggily got up and walked out of the bedroom to the front door. <laughs> you know, if somebody knocks on the door at night, I'm like, fuck that. You know, not only fuck that in general, but fuck whoever's out there. Someone it was, was completely knocking. pouring I... outside, and thunder boomed in the distance. Of course. She walked, up, she walked up to the door and paused when she was about to grab the knob. Don't there pause when you're going to grab the knob. Just go for it. Don't be shy. <laughs> there was a... There was there was a faint sound of insane laughter. The rain and thunder seemed to become quiet suddenly. <laughs> suddenly, she could control the weather. She pressed her ear against the door and listened closely. Brabbledo. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to read what it actually says. I'm just that's that happened in the story. You you have to do it. Okay. Hello, mother. Hello, father. High five. High five through the internet. Natalie burst through the door. Oh, yeah. Wielding two (laughs) knives in hand. Two knives in one hand. Her mother stumbled back, hitting her head against the coat rack. Cock rock. One of the hooks broke into her skull, and she bled violently from the back of the head onto the floor. Whoa! Whoa. Natalie didn't even have to do shit! (laughs) She fell to the ground paralyzed, but still conscious. Natalie towered over her, but slowly knelt down to meet the level of her eyes, and showed her two knives covered in a thick red blood. I was suffering, mother. She ran the tip of the knife across her cheek, cutting it slightly. Natalie tilted her head. But you did nothing! All her mother could do was shake and gasp constantly like a fish on land. 
Natalie grabbed her mother and gently set her down on her back. So her back was lying flat on the ground. She proceeded to sit on top of her and start to make a V-cut on her chest. Her mother only gasped and shook, but her breath started to seem choked and gurgle. <laughs> Natalie knew she didn't have much time left. She proceeded to forcibly open the chest cavity with a loud CRACK, in all caps, and reached in and grabbed her mother's heart and it slowly beat in her hand. Its pulses were growing dimmer and dimmer, and suddenly she ripped it out. Blood splitting all over the place. She stared at her mother directly in the face as she slowly died. So Natalie slowly died. Okay. Good. Good for her. <sighs> Sweet dreams. Not go to sleep. Sweet dreams. She said to her mother's corpse, your time was up. She put the heart into her mother's mouth, patting her cheek softly and stood up. She wasn't done yet. Okay, do we... mm, All right. She kills everyone. The end. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Natalie's father, David, oh God, (laughs) had stirred awake and realized that his wife had not returned yet. Honey, are you getting your head... Are you tripping into coat racks again? (laughs) You gotta be careful. Uh, You tell those midnight thunderstorm jehovah's witnesses were not interested (laughs) his eyes started to adjust to the darkness when he suddenly realized natalie standing on his bedside he suddenly he suddenly realized natalie standing on his (laughs) bedside smirking crazily with her green eyes glowing in the darkness so so natalie was just a was just a realization of his of his uh of his like ego the whole time likely blood was all over her and the scent was unbearable she put on a fake sad face. Hmm. Oh dear, mother's gone. I wonder who will get the money. Ha 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 ha! She suddenly grabbed her father's forehead. Who will guide the money? Who will pay the rent? Did you okay. think that money was heaven sent? I want everybody out there listening to this to try to grab your forehead. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, That's hard. all you ever cared about, anyway. Really? When? Oh, because was... he bitched about the economy a bunch. What is that? Okay. Apparently. Well, father, mother is dead. I wonder who will get all of the politics. <laughs> Her father, however, was a fire was a fighter. I thought okay, and he sprung up and grabbed her by the neck and threw her to the ground. He started to stomp on her chest until she coughed blood, and then he stared down at her. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it, David. Oh. Hey. Damn, David. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I'm just saying, if I had a daughter, the daughter had killed my wife and tried to kill me, too. Well, hopefully that wouldn't happen, because I would actually be a good dad. <laughs> Not like this hopefully. fucker. Doesn't it feel good, Daddy? <laughs> she coughed up her blood. <laughs> After all, you never seemed to mind doing it all those years ago, did you? He narrowed his eyes. You aren't my daughter. A wider smirk spread across her face, and she looked at him with her glowing eyes as blood dripped down her mouth. You're right. I'm not. She suddenly tripped him, causing him to fall hard on the floor. She got up, (laughs) knives in hand. They say the bigger they are, 
How did they fall? <laughs> but um, bump. <laughs> while she was winded, while he was winded, she grabbed a pillow and stuffed it in his face and started to stomp on his face harder and harder, hearing loud cracking noises after a while. When she pulled the pillow away, his face was gruesomely mutilated and he was making muffled noises and crying in pain. <sighs> okay, can we address the fact that she hasn't made any puns until this point? Yeah. Yeah. And. I don't know. All right. Well, whatever. Shecky green eyes over here. What's the matter, Daddy? Pain too much for you? She stabbed both knives into his stomach, leaving them there for now as she ripped off one of the large, heavy wooden poles from the bed. Jesus. She set it down on his legs and took out here knives. (laughs) See these knives? Rahi, here knives. Thank you, knives. Gonna need these, she chuckled. And sat on the pole, laid on his legs. Damn. Okay. Suddenly she started to walk back while sitting down. Okay. The weight from her body on the pole slowly started to squeeze his innards up through his body. He started to gag and blood poured from his mouth. Oh my god. (laughs) David's like, no, not again. Uh, I'm I'm reminded of that bit from the Gristers where they describe that woman getting hit by a bus. Mm. His breath was funny enough when I heard heard you say that. I was actually on a bus. Oh god. (laughs) His breath was silence, and she hit a big of snag. Come on, she snarled as she forced herself to walk back with more weight. <laughs> Suddenly, his organs burst out of his mouth. Oh, my God. The nasty gore piled onto the floor on the sides of his face. She na- nodded to his carcass and started to walk out. Your time was up, Daddy. My time is now. God damn it. <laughs> it's not going to stop. Finally... This would be her favorite part. She quietly snuck down to her brother's room, silently opening the door. Blood dripping from her knife, now it's just one, making a low tapping sound as the droplets hit the hard wood. Uh, I can't even joke about the double meaning. Her brother wasn't in bed. It was apparent that he must be hiding somewhere. She grinned. Oh, Oh, dear brother, come now. She started to walk inside. All I want to do is have a little fun. (laughs) As she stepped in more, she listened closely for any sound, any breathing, any moving. She would sniff the air for his putrid scent. And the closer she listened, she finally noticed something. A faint breathing noise. This story is whack. Actually, the, (laughs) the line is whack. Like, like she, sound effect. She fell to the ground trembling. Her brother was behind her now with a bloody baseball bat. He was now he was glaring down with anger, panting in rage. She slowly tr- she tried to slowly get up, but he hit her again and again and again. I don't like either of these characters, so I don't care what's I don't I'm like I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Mother owns did like you best you bitch What? What? When, when? why why? No way. Mm. <sighs> Fuck this story. This story is so off the rails. He hit her hard one last time before taking a breather. She was bleeding heavily. Her green eyes drooped and glowing faintly in the darkness. <laughs> she felt weak and looked closer up at the ceiling. She recalled the last days she had spent in here being tortured, having to go through it for four years, looking at the same damn ceiling. It sent a sudden rush of energy into her body. 
And she started to stand, laughing insanely. Okay, uh, earlier in the story, it was her room, not his. Yeah. Anyway, the paragraph is ha 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 It's like that game where you try to like fake laugh until someone around the circle until someone really laughs. That ain't gonna happen this time. Her brother went to. I just read ahead, and I'm gonna. Oh my god. Her brother went to hit her again, but used both of her knives to block it. Oh, now she has both her knives. Okay, I don't know how to read this because it's all over the place. You are going to hell, brother. I feel like it's the the backwards talking people from the Red Room in Twin Peaks. It's weird to say it sounds like Kyle. Kyle. Like, Kyle, brother. Oh, goodness. And for anybody listening, every other letter is capitalized in that sentence. That's why it's fucked up. With a large push, she sent her brother flying to the bed. He hit his head against the wall and growled angrily, about to lunge at her, when she stabbed the two knives into his arms, keeping them pinned on the wall. He screamed and struggled rapidly. You'll get caught up in the crucifier. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what we can use here. She started walking around the room and smirked, seeing a simple butter knife on his bedside. Why? Okay. Why? Team boys, I can understand. Tissues, a sock... You know, hand, cream, Vaseline. What's the butter knife for? You don't have to slather it on that thick. She's going to become the, this is the origin story of the incredibly inept murderer, incredibly slow murderer with a incredibly ineffective murder weapon. Is it weird to say I can kind of understand a girl having a butter knife, but a guy? (laughs) Well, you never know. She picked it up and walked over to him. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm just going to. Bow out of my, my paragraph. So there go, you go for it. Bow out as gracefully as you can. That's it. <laughs> they say that the eyes are the softest organs of the body. Oh, fuck. She slowly licked the knife. Wait. Oh, David is... Uh, you know, I'll, suff- I'll suffer through it because I already suffered through it. But this, this story really is the epitome of everything I hate about creepypasta right <laughs> now. And now it's going to have eye injuries. God damn it. First of all, I, I just want to say really quickly, who says that eyes are the softest organs of the body? Who is they? I don't know. I mean, are there like are there like two guys on the street corner where it's like, hey, oh, Vinny, hey, you know what I learned today? You know the <laughs> eyes are the softest organs in the body. And the other guy's like, you don't fucking say. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Soft as butter. He looked on in horror, trying to get away as she started to dig out out his eyes with a knife. Ugh. He shrieked loudly as she quickly tied a cloth around his mouth. Now, now, we can't have you waking the neighbors. He wasn't able to see anything. The pain was unbearable. Blood leaked violently from his eye sockets. He would cry, but was now incapable. At least they didn't go into excruciating detail about it. That's true. Blood leaked violently from his eye. What's <laughs> going on out here? I'm gonna... <laughs> you! Oh, dare you! Uh, so it's me now, right? Yeah, it is. We're, we're close. Come on. We can do this. <sighs> hmm. She dug around for more items and picked up a pair of skizzers. That's spelled correctly. I'm just being a dick. Skizzers. She walked over to him, crawling over him. I think you need to cut loose, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Now the laughing jack puns. I think you need to cut loose, brother. Tildy. Uh. She stabbed the scissors into his gut. 
and he cried out in a muffled scream of pain. She treated him like arts and crafts, <laughs> cutting through his skin like paper. She lifted up his large intestine and smirked wickedly. You know what I love? Macaroni art. She started to cut the intestine into sections. These might be a little too big to put a, on a plate, though. Uh. She could hear his her his she could hear his brother. Mm. What do you? Uh, oh, didn't know. Uh, foaming blood from the mouth. However, he had to swallow the blood back because of the cloth around his mouth. Doesn't that taste good? She licked his blood off her fingers. I sure know I like it. He let out another muffled scream. She went down to his toes and started cracking them and ripping them off. Jeez. One by one. She cut off his buttocks and threw them against the wall. And After a while, his screams grew futile. His throat was raw and bloody by now. Next, she worked on his fingers, snapping them and ripping them off slowly. Hulk powers from mental drugs. The gurgling became louder, and he started to squirm. He was choking on his own blood. She pulled the cloth down, and blood poured from his mouth and turned his head to the side and vomited violently. There, there, brother, she patted Violently. Violently. There, there, brother, she said, patting his head. Eat this and feel better. She stuffed one of his fingers in his mouth, making it jam into his throat. He choked and slowly died. I bet he wished he had hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that. I love that every time this comes up, I'm the one who gets to say it, so I get to keep the joke going. You can't see what time is now. <sighs> you know what? For the crime he did, though, I don't blame her. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that she didn't cut off. This yeah. Day. Oh, I know what you're you're gonna say, but yeah, I, I I'm surprised too. I'm surprised she fed him a finger and not something else. <laughs> it's a family story. <laughs> yeah, family story with the subject matter of the earlier chapter that almost made us quit right away, uh, and we should have. It's literally a family story. But yeah. <laughs> the girl, <laughs> the girl known as Natalie, walking into her room. Blood. Off, I want to read the sentence again, but it's going to take forever if I keep doing that. Off to the corner, she saw it. Her stuffed giraffe. Oh no, not the giraffe! Don't kill the giraffe! She knelt down and stared at it. Then, without a word, she stood back up and walked to the bathroom. Staring at herself, covered in blood, she heard a faint ticking noise. She looked down and saw a pocket watch. What? Out, in the, out of the blue? I say, I seem to have left my pocket watch here and oh my god what's going on here never mind you can keep it goodbye <laughs> she stared at its hand slowly turning listening to the ticking for what seems like an eternity she took out one of her now red knives that heavily dripped blood onto the counter she sure they sure like dripping blood mm. in this story she grabbed the pocket watch and disassembled the watch until only the small clock was left where did she get the watch <sighs> Time makes you live the through the torture, she said, slowly bringing the knife up to her eye. Oh, no, stop. Slowly progressing through life, being controlled by society, she slowly started to, oh, she started to slowly dig it into her eye as the vision in her left eye grew blurry and red. Oh. 
Until you find you no longer have a purpose, she felt her eyes start to relent from its socket, blood pouring in the sink. I can see how that feels. It's a vicious... <laughs> you okay, can, but no. she can't. Oh, no. It's not a vicious... It's... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. It's a viscous circle. I like how it's done not just once, but twice. <sighs> she felt it dangle out of her socket. A sharp pain where it was connecting in her head. Ew. Time does not speed up. It does not slow down. It is violent. She grabbed onto the cord of her eye and tore it right off, the eye falling in the sink. No, that's... You know, that was my turn, too. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you live through the torture over and over again. She started to place the clock in her eye. See, that could have been your line. You got the bloody Uh, one instead. Better to get it out of the way. I prefer to think of clock as a typo. Unable to, <laughs> unable to fast forward, unable to fast forward away from it. There was a squishing sound and drips of blood until it seemed like the clock fit perfectly in her socket. I am clockwork. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me write. I am clockwork. The young sixteen-year-old girl used to be known as Natalie. Walked away from her burning house, the flames engulfed everything. And inside, the giraffe slowly burned, along with the carcasses of her family. Man, fuck this story! I mean, everybody else I don't care about, but the giraffe! You never shoot the shaggy giraffe. Oh! (sighs) Kayla? Oh, I... Come on, let's wrap it. I know, I know. You have to do it. She still lives on. Carrying her insanity with her, leaving so many dead, saying she decided when their time should come to an end. The only way to detect her presence is if you're cuddled close in the covers at night. Wait. The only way to detect her presence is if you're cuddled close in the covers at night. So she's around all the fucking time. (laughs) Yes, she is. Sleeping soundly. But in the darkness, she watches. Is that a pun or not? She determines. You hear ticking. And you see a green flash of that putrid clock eye. (laughs) If she is there. You know your time is up. Fuck this story. I I hate it. Yeah, our time is up. Yeah, I hate this story. My time is up. So fucking much. This is probably the worst thing I have read. In all of the creepy pauses that we've ever gone through, dear God, it was still a lot of fun to talk, read it with you guys. I, the the madness was one hell of a ride, but it's still god awful story. <sighs> so this is listed in the categories of troll pasta under these categories. On all caps, pointless violence totally makes it scary. You guys, dialogue, pasta trying to be good when it sucks enough to be a troll. Deletion log refugees. Mother of fuck, this page is long like my penis. (laughs) Mary Sue alert. Read by Michael Leroy. Videos. Random capitalization. Look at me, I'm so edgy. English class failure and FOTM. Now wait a minute. Are these categories all talking about the story or are they talking about Michael Leroy? Oh no no no! These are <laughs> these are categories. <laughs> these are categories that the story is put into. But he does make a good point. 
Um, can I read you something from the first comment? Sure. Yes. I think I may have unearthed something that makes the bullet dodging bit ever so slightly more plausible. What? And I cannot stress the ever so slightly bit enough. The guards were using 45 pistols. 45 ACP bullets travel just a tiny bit slower than the speed of sound. That doesn't mean they're that much easier to dodge, unless you're an overpowered Mary Sue. <laughs> so, okay. I like this commenter. I like it. This just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, it is possible to make a worse character than Jeff the Killer. Like, I just want to point out, in my time reading Creepypasta, I've given Jeff a, a, a hard time, because... You know, it's not the story he's in. Not that great. That story is leaps and bounds better than this one. This is and that's saying something. Every bad creepypasta I have ever read all tied up into one. And not only that, the writing is bad. <laughs> the English is awful. I don't care about any of the characters. The plot that's makes no draft. sense. The plot makes no sense. I, it's in one way I appreciate what they were kind of trying to do. What were they it, even trying to well, do? Well, at least unlike unlike Jeff the Killer, where he doesn't seem like there's a reason for him. At least they're trying to say no. You can see why she's fucking nuts. But at the same time, yeah, Slimy was right. They're just making it, it's not. It's less like, oh, let me show you how she's insane, and more so, let's make a kill list, shall we? Mm. Also, let's randomly try and force up as many uh, things about clocks as possible. But and even then, it doesn't feel like the clockwork monitor makes any sense. <sighs> That's all you got to say on that on that Je spell there. Hi. Jeff the killer. Jeff the killer is somebody farting and walking away. <laughs> yeah. This story is a Dutch oven. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I think um, I think that's the freshness rating I'm going to give this story. <laughs> this is like, no, no, no. This is the pasta that has been left over for years and now has mold on it. That not only has mold, but is covered in someone else's blood that's now dried. Hmm. That's awesome. I was I was going to rate it on the freshness scale. I just thought, I mean, it's macaroni art. There you it's go. macaroni <laughs> art. Oh, man. <laughs> Tell me what it means. Tell me what it means. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I will. The it's... worst fucking thing is she never even made the macaroni art. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Okay, the, this. You know what? I was willing to give this story a, uh, a pass, and then they killed the giraffe. Yep. They killed the giraffe. Fuck that. Macaroni but art. This we were is among gonna the burn worst things. <laughs> we burned the giraffe because it represents your artistic ability. <laughs> Maybe. Giraffe. Giraffes are, of course, the paragons of. Um, artistic ability <laughs> as you Man, know so much all right i think i need to make sure that kayla's uh, sanity isn't is intact because uh she might turn into a clockwork no 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 i i would because this story never, says that the ever 
turn into a clockwork because this is so insane that there's no way anybody would turn into a clockwork. That's how bad this shit is. So tonight, David's going to come into the bedroom. He's going to be wearing a white coat, and he's going to say, I want you to refer to me as Mr. Scientist. (laughs) I'm going to play a Coldplay song in the background. Uh. <laughs> well, actually, well, gonna, and then what? But but it'll work out because by the end of it, the next time uh, we all get on Skype together and have an undercooked analysis section, uh, you'll Kayla will be weirdly silent and we'll be like, "Hello, hello," and somebody will hear, "Apple Joe." And so I have made the transformation. Your time is here, up. Here's time an is- admission: I have no idea what the hell that means. Yeah, I don't either. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm so just like. I feel I feel like it's the it, it's that point like after you after like going through an angry period you're just kind of like in this I'm like in this weird sort of like calm. <laughs> well, um, we that's another one we can cross off of the icons list of things we need to cover on undercoat analysis. Uh-huh. Need being a a really in air quotes, you know, word there. Uh, thank you both for being willing to stick with me through this. And I got exactly what I expected. I kind of enjoyed it because of the, uh, just how stupid I knew it was going to be. I was even kind of surprised though how bad it got. So I got to admit, you guys did make it more tolerable. You guys are funny. I would never make it through this without you guys. So thank you. Well, I only did this because you promised before we did this that you'd do uh, two more undercooked analyses on my stories. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>